0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie. Winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to talk about movement snacks. And as I was uh, telling my producer that we're going to do this on movement snacks... He said that sounds really familiar, and it turns out that uh, Darlene Marshall just did one on called Movement Snacks on her podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, and I'm sure it's fantastic. So go check out the Better Than Fine podcast on this. Uh, which is also a part of the NASM Podcast Network. So check out her podcast as well. I'm just going to give you a, a couple little bits about movement snacking and kind of the idea behind it where, you know, sometimes we exercise, we think of exercise, and we have to set aside 60 minutes. This is our workout time. This is an hour. If I don't have an hour, then I won't do anything at all. If I don't have a full hour or at least 45 minutes, then it's not worth it. I'm probably not going to get enough done. I'm not going to accomplish enough. And therefore, I will not do a thing because we tend to be a bit all or nothing when it comes to exercise. And if I can't do it, then I won't do any of it. And you've heard me say this on the podcast so, oh, so many times a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. And so, what can we do if we don't if we don't have a meal of exercise are there at least some movement snacks that we can do can we do some movement snacking I was preparing this episode I was actually snacking on snacks that I had made something that I felt would be a healthier way to do it it maybe could save me a little money and there are snacks that I created and it's something that I enjoyed doing it's um it's a, a Kind of make my own beef jerky and a dehydrator that's just something that i like and i do from time to time and my kids enjoy it so i can make it for them but i think about it as i'm doing it right i I haven't eaten yet but i've got something that can hold me over i've got a snack i got a little something and it's something that i enjoy It's not like I'm snacking on things where I'm like, this is awful. This is the worst snack. Why do I make these snacks? And I say, oh, you have these terrible snacks because you're supposed to. There are healthier ways to do things, right? So there are some snacks that I just don't like. I'm not going to go and get a raw broccoli crudite. I don't like that, but I do like celery. And I wash the celery, sprinkle a little bit of salt on it, and wow, then it – For me that's an absolute delight i like carrots that's a snack that i like i like cashews it's my my favorite nut cashews so a snack on that and it's something that can hold me over what are the things that can it's so quote unquote hold you over but with movement it's a busy day i'm booked with training sessions i'm also exhausted but are there things that I can do? I'm going to tell you a story about a friend of mine, and she—I think she lost almost 200 pounds. And I, when I moved to Atlanta in 99, 2000—that's that's when I was there. I left Atlanta in 2001, moved to New York City. So I, I met this person, and she was the delight. But she was in the South, what we refer to as a big old girl. And fast forward, like 15 years later. Um, She's coming to New York and she reaches out to me and I'm very excited to see her. When I see her, she had lost so much weight and we started talking about it and I wanted to know, I, you know, clearly I'm, I'm in the fitness industry. How did, how did you do it? What did you do to lose the weight? And she said that she didn't start by exercising, that that wasn't something that she wanted to do, that she felt like she was comfortable doing. She didn't know how to. But rather, she started just moving more. And it's kind of the typical answers with the real-world benefits. You hear these answers, but you don't think they work because it seems too simple. And sometimes when you provide a simple answer, people say, oh, it's simple. It must not work. Well, there are a lot of things that are simple that work. And just because they're complicated doesn't mean they work better think about that when you put together your workout programs as well just because they're more complicated does not mean that they are better well for her she gave very clear examples she's in atlanta they have marta there which is um, the the train system and the metro system so she'd get off uh, the train and stop early she said she almost exclusively took the stairs if she had to go somewhere Uh, certainly there were limitations on how many flights that she'd be able to go up. And if she went to meet somebody, uh, in one of the skyscrapers, right? Like she's not walking 40 floors, but she'd do the best that she could. And if she could walk down them, that was also better than, uh, taking the elevator. So she loved the stairs almost exclusively took the stairs. She said she started walking a lot. She would just walk. that wasn't a, that's a, that's, a, that's a snack that's in between. You go to work as if you can go for a walk, you can do something enjoyable, something that wasn't working out because that was daunting, that was frustrating, that was uh, timid, right? like intimidating. And then she said that she stood instead of uh, being seated. And I thought, oh, that's pretty good. that's a, that's a lot of really good information. There's a lot of really good data. and then and then she started exercising. But that was a big part of it is the regular movement, which we'll get into because I do want to talk about it. But let's talk about this is a, this is from Active People, Healthy Nation from the CDC 2017. Only one in five adults and one in five high school students uh, fully meet the physical activity guidelines for aerobic and muscle strengthening activities. I got to be honest, one in five is a lot higher than I thought it would be. One out of every five people do meet that? That's crazy to me. I just I wouldn't think that that many, many people did, but uh, it's pleasant I'm pleasantly surprised. About 31 million adults aged 50 or older are inactive, meaning they get no physical activity beyond that of da- daily living. And uh, you know I, I see that in many of my family as they're aging and moving around gets tiresome. And you know, it used to be nice to go for walks after dinner, it used to be nice to go for and now it's just like ah, it's exhausting. And how much will it actually help me? Yeah. And and that seat, that comfortable lazy boy, that recliner, that sofa, those throw pillows climbing underneath that that throw that you have on there, it's just so much more comfortable. Well, also, according to this, inactivity contributes to one in 10 premature deaths. And many Americans do not have safe or convenient places to be active. But if you can be active in a safe and convenient place, then moving. But it doesn't have to be this this massive, hey, we need to set aside 30 minutes for my mom and dad, right? So my, my mom and dad go for a walk, right? Let's go for a walk. Well, it can be just a walk around the block. And if you get around the block and you're like, hey, that was really nice. Do you want to go another lap? That's fantastic. Then you can start to do it. But don't say, hey, let's uh, let's go for a mile. Let's go for a walk for a mile. Because as you start to do it, you're like, oh, we're getting so far away from the house. I'm so uncomfortable. I, and I never want to do that again. It's always great to create a win than to create a frustration. And so... Having those small goals, having the movement snacks, let's just go for a walk around the block and then you get around the block and you go, okay, that wasn't bad. Or at the end of it, you finish and you go, that was really nice. Let's go inside. You know what you did? You accomplished your goal. And you know what's fun about accomplishing goals? Everything. Because it's a goal that you set and you feel comfortable and you feel confident and you're proud of yourself for getting out and moving. And maybe it wasn't a mile but I didn't do a mile and hate it I did a block and really enjoyed it All right so just take that movement snack take the movement snack what is it what is this that we're concerned about well concerned about sedentary behaviors and one of the biggest things that that I took away as I was preparing the the MedFit Networks Type 2 Diabetes Fitness Specialist course this was the biggest takeaway The biggest takeaway was this one, ready? People can be both physically active and highly sedentary. What does that mean? That means you can work out for an hour a day and if you sit around and you lie around for the rest of the day, you're both physically active and highly sedentary. And the scary part is, is that sitting too much may have completely different health implications than not getting enough moderate to, physical, moderate to vigorous physical activity. Sitting too much may have different health implications than not doing enough moderate to uh, vigorous physical activity. So the more time that we have seated, it raises the risk for metabolic syndrome, for cardiorespiratory and cardiovascular disease. It does, even in people who exercise regularly. So you can do regular exercise, but I think it's very important not to be like, "Hey, I got my hour in. Now I can just lounge all day long." No, stand, get up and move. Be you don't get. I mean, we're at work, right? Like, so you're glued to your TV, but your TV, your screens, as needed for so many people when it comes to. To their work, but getting up, standing desk, right? Stand at your desk. Drink a lot of water. As I cue my clients, drink a lot of water so that you have to go to the bathroom. Not drink a lot of water to stay hydrated. Drink a lot of water so that you get up regularly throughout the day and move if you would not have done so. Otherwise, that's very important. Sedentary behavior is greatly associated with metabolic risk. And it just happens to be very highly preventable. It doesn't have to be that way. But what are some of the things that we're looking at? Well, I think one of the things that you're looking at is um, regular movement and just minimizing the amount of time seated or reclining. That's important. Just minimize the amount of time seated or reclining. Because yes, there are exercises, moderate to, to vigorous physical activity. If you get the, a great study by Wahid et al. 2016, 11.25 METS hours per week. If you got 11.25, I'm not breaking down the numbers. I'm just saying like if you're regularly active, so like a, a fast-paced walk and you do that for 150 minutes per week, right? That's 11.25 met hours. It can decrease your cardiovascular disease by 23%. It can lower your risk of cardiovascular incidences by 17%. It can lower your risk of type 2 diabetes by 26%. This is my favorite part. I hope you're ready for it. Independent of body weight. Did you lose weight? I didn't lose weight by doing those things. Oh, okay. It didn't matter. For the health, for the decreased mortality, decreased cardiovascular incidence, decreased cardiovascular death, decreased type 2 diabetes incidences, they didn't lose any weight and still decreased type 2 diabetes by 26% by doing what? Moving around, being regular movers. And people say, oh, it's, It's too little. When you say you got to take a movement snack, it's just not enough. Let me tell you something. The greatest gain that you're going to get is going from inactive to doing something. When you go from doing nothing to doing something, you're going to start to see gains. That's the greatest strides are when you're not doing anything and then you start to do something. That's the greatest strides you're going to get. And then what? Well, then you get used to it and you can do more because you want to, not because you have to, not because you were told to, but because now it's part of what you do. You're a regular mover. You see the benefits of it. You're starting to enjoy the benefits of it. You're blessed by the experiences of it, and now maybe you can commit a little bit more. I want to talk about one thing here, and this is really kind of the take-home. The the biggest part of the movement snacks, and it's something about, uh, it's called NEAT, N-E-A-T. It is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Well, it what does that mean? It is, uh, it's not exercise, but it's just the kind of activity that you get because you move around throughout the day. And that increases the kind of focus towards just being more physically active now exercise is good for you but if we look at just thermogenesis from activity exercise and and here's one of the things that the the researcher did said you know you're looking at like almost 2800 calories for this particular person the basal metabolic rate is about eighteen hundred. The basal metabolic rate is about 1,800, maybe 1,900. So 1,800, that gives you, um, that gives you another 1,000 calories. Well, maybe you get a couple hundred calories, just the thermic effect of food, which means you have to burn calories to eat calories, to digest calories, to, um, to move the food through your body, to extrapolate the energy from it. It takes energy to do those things. So the thermic effect of food is the calories burned to break down the food to absorb more calories. And that might be a couple hundred. All right, cool. So then you're left with what? 800 calories. Well, if you do exercise, then you're going to burn a couple of hundred calories just doing exercise throughout the day, but you're going to burn majority of it, 600 calories, 500 calories, just Moving about, not just sitting on the couch, sitting on the couch, doing nothing. That's basal metabolic rate. That's the resting metabolic rate. This is the activity that you have throughout the day. Look at me as I'm talking. If you're watching on YouTube, you see my arms moving and I'm gesticulating my face and making shapes because I'm getting all into what I'm talking about. You go, oh, that's a calorie. That grimace, that scowl. He always furrows his brow and wrinkles his forehead. I do it because it burns calories. No, that's not why. I'm very expressive. I'm very expressive. But What does that mean? That means exercise is good for you, but you don't burn nearly as many calories exercising as you do moving throughout the day. So if you can move even more throughout the day, create more exercise snacks. If If we relate it back to food, you consume a lot more snacking or grazing than you do having meals same thing in your movement then i want you to utilize many more calories kind of movement grazing movement snacking doing a little bit remember a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing don't discount it every little movement you get up like i said go to the bathroom you set an alarm so, that you minimize your sedentary behaviors every 30 minutes, just something that reminds you to stand up. Remember, ludicrous wants you to dun, dun, uh, nah, stand up. So, when I move, you move, just like that. And you got to get up and you move around and you shake that th- There's so many references. So, what I'm saying is just a Be more active, and it doesn't have to be exhausting. It doesn't have to um, uh, feel like this is a workout. This is just movement. It's just snacking, having a little bit of something that'll hold you over, right? So this is the fitness, the physical activity version of holding you over. And let's focus a little bit more on sitting less, increasing the amount of time that we walk throughout the day, uh, and some places like New York's very, very walk friendly. So it's very walk friendly. It's it's easier for me to to walk um, because I, in order for me to get anywhere, I've got to walk somewhere. I don't just go to my garage or my carport or my driveway and hop in a car because I need to do that to get somewhere. Like it's easier for me to walk around. So that's a benefit. It's one of the, the blessings of being in a big metropolitan city like this. But getting out, just going for a walk, walking after dinner, walking before dinner, walking more, moving, and exercise. Exercise is still beneficial. Don't discount the exercise. Don't discount the meal because you had the snack. But we're talking about snacking right now and how much that can actually benefit. And I tell my clients all the time, listen, you work out with me, you move without me. So you can work out on your own too, but I need you to move more throughout the day. I have got to have you moving more throughout the day. You're going to get a lot more benefits from it. You're going to burn a lot more calories throughout the day by just moving regularly than you are with just doing a workout with me. You're going to burn more calories just walking around throughout the day than you are during their workout. And drive that home. Increase physical activity, that movement snack, because it does add up ask my friend Ginger, it does add up because a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Y'all, thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family. Leave a review. Uh, Some of you have done that and I really appreciate it. NASM really appreciates it. My producer very much appreciates it, but it gives us an idea of what you're connecting with what it is that you like. If there's some things where you're like, right, mm, dropped dropped the ball on that one, right? Like, don't leave a review like that. Just email me and don't leave it out there for everybody to see. Leave a review for the good stuff. Email me for the stuff that you don't agree with. Uh, I appreciate it. If you want to reach out to me, then you can do so. Hit me up on Instagram at dr.rickrichie, or you can email me rick.richie at nasm.org. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness Keep inspiring people to increase their regular physical activity, the movement snacks, and that could be fidgeting, walking, standing, minimizing their sitting, minimizing the reclining throughout the day. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.